Welcome to this episode of the Maximus Podcast. No goofy intros, no sales pitches, no bullshit. We're going to get right down to the point. Joe, the final, not the final episode, I guess. The second last episode of The Ultimate Fighter has hit the air. Yes, sir. I say second last because we have a huge finale coming up. Yep. Uh, this this episode, for those of you, by the way, if you're new to this podcast and you want to like kind of get the rundown, the podcasts that are Ultimate Fighter recaps, it would help if you actually watched the series. Go get yourself ESPN Plus. It's not a gimmick. They don't pay us. Pay your $6.99 a month, binge watch 12 episodes, and then listen to all the podcasts. You get a lot more out of it. Yeah, it'll make more sense for sure. It'll make more sense. But this is the final taped episode, I guess, is what you could say. There's a real live finale coming up. And uh, Joe, as always, I'm going to ask you what you think. We had uh, Juju. Uh, we, we know about Juju. Uh, against <laughs> Katniss. So yes. what, are your, what, are your, what are your kind of thoughts on uh, Juju right, versus so, Katniss? So, so the way I always like to answer this question is like talk about the episode as a whole first and then get into the fight but i'm gonna be honest i skipped through a lot of the first part of the episode because like i really i'm not that interested you know what i mean like i don't care who juju's talking to back home i don't care who who you know i i love katniss but like i don't care about the conversation she had with her boyfriend leading up to the fight like let's just get down to it uh and so a lot of that stuff i was just like you know what i'm just gonna just skip ahead a little bit skip ahead a little bit and oh no no, they're doing the weigh-ins great skip ahead a little bit oh and here's the fight and i had to back up a little bit and then watch it from the beginning uh so i'll I'll just jump right into the fight uh great fight i mean really great fight uh i'm I'm gonna give a lot of props to juju like she won that fight she is just how, how do you describe her she's like like a little monkey on your back. Like once she gets her little hands on you, she just knows like where to go. Very comfortable in the, in the grappling range. Very good at that game. Good body position, good awareness, really able to take the, the opportunities that she's given and do something with it. But I kind of feel like she gets into that position by throwing a lot of mud at the wall. If that makes sense. Like she throws some wild punches. She kind of puts herself into danger and then sort of fights her way out of it, which is just an interesting style, but it is super entertaining to watch. So, uh, so here's my here's my thoughts on that. I actually have a better word for it. Sure. She's a zombie. Like she literally puts her hands out in front and yeah. she walks forward. Yep. And you can't fight like that unless you have a chin. And Juju has a chin. Oh, yeah. She's so got a great chin. She, she walks forward. She gets clocked. She just keeps walking forward, kind of like a zombie. Yeah. Like you got to take a zombie's head off to, to put it down. <laughs> yeah. She just keeps coming forward and if you don't literally take her head off she will grab on to you and when she grabs on you're done it's like playing the resident evil game when yeah. the zombie grabs you or the last of us it's over like you can't they're on your neck they're biting you they're, she drags you down to the ground where she shines yeah you know personal stuff aside you can think whatever you want about juju miller mm-hmm. her ground game is stellar it is stellar. So, it, it's actually inspiring to watch. I'll give her yeah. all the props in the world on that. And her coaches. I mean, holy hell. Like, what, what a great athlete to have come out of your camp. Like, they should be ferociously proud of her, for sure. Yep. So she drags you down to her world. And then when you're on the ground, chances are you're not getting back up. Yeah. Like, Juju's one of those fighters. If I was to coach against her, I would say don't go to her world. Because she drags you into those deep waters. You ain't swimming out. Yeah, yeah. We're done. You know what I mean? Yep. And so that to me 
is is where she shines. And um, like I can't I can't take that away from her. She's yeah. a damn good fighter. Yep. And so uh, props to Juju for winning that fight. But now on the other side, we have Katniss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I want to say this, and I'm going to try to say this as unbiasedly as possible because I think the world of Katniss. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sound like I'm being biased. I actually think in a different position, Katniss wins that fight. I, I think and, when you when you look at the fight from like the 10,000 foot, Katniss yep. is the is the the pick that I would make in this fight. Yep. But I, I think she did exactly what you shouldn't do against a fighter like Juju, and that was to just back up and to give Juju yeah. the chance to keep coming. And here's what I mean by a different position, Joe. Uh I'm not speaking for Katniss because I don't know if this is the case for her. Um, I've actually made it a point to not talk to her about her dad because right. I lost my dad when I was 20. And one of the things that I got sick of was people asking me questions about it, right? Yeah. Like, is it affecting you? Every wrestling match I lost, people were like, oh, is this because your dad? It just got fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. So I've said my piece to Katniss about her dad. Like, hey, if you need anything, I'm here. Yeah, You're an inspirational person. I don't know how you did this. I admire you. Uh, you can hear my kids in the background, by the way. Hey, by the yeah. way, audience, this is real life podcasting here. I got a kid playing with Legos, another kid playing Drake Uncharted, and told to be quiet, and they are not quiet. Um, anyway, back to <laughs> and the only back only to- person stressing about it is you, because that's what you do when you're a dad. <laughs> this is what you do when I'm a dad. Um, but but you know what? If you if you don't like it, fuck off. Kids are part of the world, so Amen. deal with it. Uh, anyway, Joe. Um, what I was saying about Katniss is like, I said my piece to her, how inspiring she was. I don't know how she made it through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the most inspiring people I've met in a long time. Um, but like, I'm not going to ask her, did you lose this fight? Cause your dad, if your right. dad died, would you have done better? Did it affect you when you were in the house? And so, so I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, Katniss's dad dies a week before going into the house. No matter how tough this woman is, no matter how put together she is, that has to affect her. Yeah. Uh, the first fight happened so quickly. I think you're riding an adrenaline high. Mm-hmm. Over time, this starts to set in. This is what happened to me. Uh, my dad died for the first three weeks. I was good. Once that shit starts to set in, it's hard. Sure. So Katniss is dealing with a personal issue. Number two, you're away from your coaches, your people, your camp. Number three, you don't have three months to prep for somebody. You have two fucking minutes. Yeah. So I think you correct all those circumstances. You give her three months to prepare because the way to beat Juju is to strike and not get taken down. Yeah. So you've like got to don't, don't, don't go into her world, right? Yeah. You got to train some hardcore anti-wrestling mm-hmm. and you've got to train to deal with all kinds of insane uh, submission attempts on the ground. Yeah. And you got to hit her when she comes forward. You got to really hit her and then get off the trade tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think I, I, we, we talked about this, like right after I had watched the episode and I had said, like, if she wants to run into a brick wall, you got to be willing to be that brick wall. Like you have got to make her pay for coming forward. Into and when you. Like, she it's grabs, got you got to scrum, you got to wiggle, you got to eye gouge, not literally because it's illegal, but you got to do everything you can to get her off of you. Yep. Right. And so, I think maybe in a different scenario, Katniss pulls that out. So like, I, I also feel that it's not a, a huge loss for Katniss right. at all. Like Katniss showed us what she's made of. 
She's big. She's strong. She's athletic. Mm-hmm. She's a great fighter. Um, I would blame this on circumstances of the house and game plan. And again, not to take anything away from Juju because Juju had to deal with all that same stuff. Yeah. But not the dad. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. that's where I am uh, on, on Katniss. And, and, and to be honest with you, Joe, like win, lose, it doesn't matter. Um, in the finale, we've got Zach versus Mo. Yep. And we've got Brogan versus Juju. That takes care of four people. There's 12 other people in the house. Yeah. There are some other people in the house that I think over the next 10 years will be synonymous with excellence in MMA. And I'll call it right now. So like you mark this tape, whoever you are listening, I promise you Katniss will be one of those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're going to look back on this and people will be in disbelief that Katniss lost on the ultimate fighter. Like I, I believe she has the potential to be one of the best in the world. And I think you're really going to see that from her. Yeah. Yeah. I have no doubt. I think the, the only person standing in the way of that happening is going to be Katniss herself. Yeah. And I don't mean that as like a negative. It's like, you know, it's her head, it's her choice. It's what she wants to do with it. But I, I feel like that is there for the taking. So I, 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 I with you like, and that's sometimes these things can be a wake up, right? Yeah. But I think, well, and, I but think we, it, we've, we've even said before, like most of the matchups that we've seen and in, in this season, I mean, go back and do that fight again and you might get a totally different outcome, right? Like all, but really what one or two of the fights have been that way where it's just like, gosh, it was so close. You know, one, one hit, you know, one mistake, one opportunity is what separated just that one thing. And, so, and I mean, a lot of times that's all it takes, but like the fighters, they were mostly very evenly matched. Yes. You know, there was nobody that didn't deserve to be there. There was nobody that was like an embarrassment for showing up. Like every single person who was there, you know, win or lose was a great fighter, was a contender. And, and it's, it's almost unfortunate that, you know, there can only be one champ because so many people really deserve that shot. And, and maybe not this time around, like for Katniss. Okay. Not this time around, but just you wait. Cause there are other opportunities that are coming, even better opportunities. And I think that's what you realize too. Once the show is over that it wasn't the be all end all. You're not the heavyweight champion of the world because you won the ultimate fighter. You know, uh, you're just, you're in contention. So there's two things there. Don't bring your Highlander references. There can be only one on my show. <laughs> um, and, and number two is a, as a, as a part to that, Adrian Paul is the real Highlander as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. Amen. Christopher Lambert. It's the show. It's Adrian Paul. I think he's yeah. the best highlight. Um, the show is phenomenal. We we could do a whole podcast about how awesome. That's, that's honestly. Good. We shouldn't be talking about this. It's actually ironic we're talking about this because I actually did talk to Katniss about her episode. Yeah. And I want to have her back on. She actually says when she's talking to Alden, she says uh, she's so glad she's on Team Nunez because everyone else on Team Pena are huge nerds. Yes. And she, she sent me a message. She's like, and by the way, I'm not sorry for calling you a nerd. And I'm like, no, I actually take this as a compliment. Like I have yeah. a Lego collection. I play Magic Gathering. And here I am on the episode about Katniss talking about how I love the <laughs> Highlander show that was featured on the Sci-Fi Network. So Katniss, if you happen to be listening to this, you are right. I am a nerd through and through. Don't be, don't feel bad. He's got nerd street cred. The dude, the dude was LARPing. I'm telling you. Have a I, I I mean I may have dressed as a Highlander and fought with swords in a park. <laughs> I have I'm a Scott, sword collection. I'm just saying. I'll throw that out. Joke. 
And I do have a picture with William Wallace's actual sword in Scotland. So, I <laughs> That's mean, like, true. You know, I've seen that picture. It, it fits. <laughs> I got to put that one up again. Like how many of you have held Braveheart's sword? You know, um, quick pull. But anyway, um, the, the what I was going to say is you're 100% right. Like some of these people are going to go on to be incredible. Yeah. And to circle back, like I, I believe Katniss is going to be one of those people. And one of her best attributes is her resilience. Yeah. Right? Like to to be able to go through the house. And 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 they say that the ultimate fighter is the most grueling event in all sports psychologically. Mm-hmm. To be away from your house, away from your people. There's actually a comp for this, Joe. When you talk to NBA players, they mm-hmm. say they would never go back to the bubble again. Right. That the bubble was awful. They weren't mm-hmm. around their families. They were isolated. They were like, it was fucking difficult. But guess what? They had phones. Yeah. They had computers. They had contact with the outside world. They had books. We had nothing, Joe. Yep. Nothing. So given that and what Katniss had to deal with, like, I think there's nothing that stands in her way. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and so I am, uh, I, I'm super excited to watch her in the future. Well, now, now we can talk for real. We got the finale predictions. Yep. So, so I obviously don't know what's happened because we haven't been able to play the prediction game in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, I would, I, mean, I would be, yeah. I would beat you not 12, nothing. Cause you get some right, <laughs> but I'm going to assume out of 12, you would have got a couple wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe 12, eight, 12, six, 12, nine. Like I, I, yeah. that wouldn't have been a fair bet, but now we're on equal footing, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, Zach and and by the way, I feel like we're gonna pick the same here. Yeah. Zach and Mo, who you got? Zach. Okay. All day. You gotta give me a round. You gotta give me a finish. This is how this game works. All right. What are they doing for the finale? Is it three rounds? It's it's a regular UFC sanctioned ultimate fight night card, three rounds. All right. Here's my prediction. Zach in the second round. I think okay. he wins it. I don't think it goes the distance. Okay. So I'm going to I'm I'm going to actually agree with you we're on the same page. Zach early second round by vicious knockout. Yeah. He's going to put Mo to sleep. That yep. is my prediction. Uh Zach's too good. And I've said this consistently and I, I'm glad they played it on the show. I think I said a couple of times on air that he was the best person in the house. Yeah. Fight-wise. And I meant it. I wasn't just saying it. He's a great fighter. Let's go over the reasons why Zach's going to win now. Well, before we even get into Zach, because I don't want to take anything away from Mo. I think Mo has got some some really great attributes. I think strategically for him to win, he has to come out hard and fast. And that only goes one of two ways. Either he he knocks Zach out with a wild punch in the first or he gets taken down early in the second. There's I don't think there's any in between. Because the, the amount of gas that's going to take, the, the, again, we talked about this just a little bit earlier, the number of opportunities that you have to give and give up in order to be that aggressive. Like, I just, I, I don't see him st- like sitting back and being patient and waiting for openings. He's got to come in hard and hot and he's got to do damage quick and he's got to do it early. And if he doesn't get that lucky punch, if he doesn't get that lottery knockout, then he's going down fast. Okay, so, so that's my thinking. Okay. So here's my thinking. One, Zach's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. There are not many people in this world that can play in the NFL and play high-level professional rugby. Yeah. And now high-level professional fighting because the UFC is the highest level in the world. Like, Zach has literally been a professional athlete in three major sports. Yeah. 
Like who, who is this guy? Jesse Owens? Like when you can, you can tell just by the way he moves. Cause he doesn't move like a big lumbering heavyweight. You know what I mean? Like no. he moves like He's, on purpose. Zach is a phenomenal athlete. That's just a fact. Yeah. Number two, Zach trains with the best fight team in the world. Yeah, he does. And not only the best fight team, Elevation has the best heavyweights. Mm -hmm. So Joe is there. His day-to-day training partner is a guy named Curtis Blades, who is headlining the UFC London card this weekend. That's who Zach gets to train with every day. He's trained with one of the best heavyweights in the world. Yeah. There's Francis, there's Cyril, and there's Curtis Blades. Awesome. Hey, little buddy, I'm excited about Zach, too. He's gonna- <laughs> so, Zach, so so he's got the athleticism, but he also has the best heavyweight team in the world, and he trains with one of the best heavyweights in the world in Curtis Blades. Like, he gets the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And by yeah. the way, if there's no Francis and no Cyril, Blades is the UFC champion everybody's talking about. Right. And I actually think that Blades on a good day can beat those guys. So that's who Zach gets to work with day in and day out. Zach's actually cornering him in this fight. Yeah, that's great. So now the third thing I will tell you, I can't speak for Mo, but I can speak for Zach. Zach really, 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 really wants this. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Given those three things, he ain't losing. Like, I just, I can't bet against them. And I'm going to say vicious knockout round two. Yep. Zach can also take a punch and Mo ain't taking Zach down. So it's well, just. And I, and I think if Mo does take Zach down, it's to Mo's detriment. Mo ain't going to win on the ground either. Yeah, but, but, but I'm telling you right now, Mo can't take him down. Mm-hmm. If Blades can't, Blades is like a supersized, super athletic like super Saiyan mode of Mo. Like there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. listen, there's no way he's, he's taking like Mo's taking him that. So, so right. that's it. Put that to bed. Zach wins done. Wouldn't be surprised if it's round one. Now we got Brogy Bear versus Juju. This is, I think this is going to be harder for you to pick, but what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I'm picking Brogan and I think they're going to stop the fight early in the first because Brogan is going to stomp Juju's head into the floor and they're probably going to have to take Brogan out in handcuffs. That's my prediction. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> you went So, so everyone knows I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on team Brogan versus yep. team Juju. I actually said to, I said to Brogan at one point, I said like, you're going to win this whole thing. You know that, right? Um, and she will confirm that we're going to have her back on the podcast. Like I think I said that early on in the house mm-hmm. as you can see it. You know what I mean? Like she yep. built for this. Um, I think you're right. And here's here's my call. Uh Brogan is fucking big and athletic. Yeah. Like Claire is strong, Brogan is stronger. Um Juju fought Katniss, Katniss is strong, Brogan is bigger and stronger. Like Brogan's a monster. Number 1. Mm-hmm. Number 2, Brogan hits harder than I've ever seen a girl hit. Like that girl yeah. can punch. Yeah. And credit Credit to Hannah and Laura. They've got chins. Mm-hmm. Like the fact Brogan didn't put them to sleep is shocking. So credit. To well, and I, and I feel like, but chin. I feel like also Brogan has been hesitant. Yeah. Brogan has been worried about her knee. Right. And now, and that cat's out of the bag right now. Like Juju knows about that now. You know what I mean? 
But I think I think Brogan is going to be better, stronger, more confident, and ready to really show what she's capable I'm, of. I'm also tell you this: I talked to Brogan. Brogan's feeling fucking good. You're getting 100 percent of Brogan. Oh, I love it. So just she's big, she's strong. Mm-hmm. She hits like a truck. I wasn't even going to mention the fact she's 100 percent now, but we need to throw that in there. We need to address that. Brogan is 100 percent going into this thing. And the third thing. Rogan's legit on the ground. As yeah. much as that's a strength for Juju, it's a huge strength for Brogan. So if Brogan was just a striker, I would say that it might get bad if Juju takes her down. Yeah. But if Juju does take her down, I don't think Brogan's in any trouble. Brogan likes it down there. Yep. Fucking Brogan, like when Hannah had Brogan's back and Brogan was damaged. Her more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Hannah's a great grappler. And so, and Laura, here's the other thing. Laura is a world-class wrestler Mm -hmm. and Brogan stuffed her. Yeah. But Brogan will go to the ground. Brogan's good on her back. Brogan's good in the guard. Like, I just think Juju's greatest strength is that is, is, is the grappling. And I don't think she has that over Brogan. Yeah. I would put it the same way and say that. The, but, the, the thing that Juju has been able to rely on is not going to be reliable going yeah, into this fight. She has to play a completely different fight than she's fought. No, for sure. So to recap, big, fucking strong, hits like a truck, is going to be 100% and great on the ground. Like, I can't bet against that. Right. So I'm going Brogan. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to say, I, I was going to say early round two as well. Okay. And I say that out of respect for Juju because Juju can take a punch. Yeah. But there's only so many punches you can take. So that's that's where I'm at on that uh, scenario. However, we are in the world of MMA, so things can happen. Yeah, and they are likely like, to. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be omniscient here, but yeah, exactly. I mean, it brings me to the whole thing. I've been exploring this a lot, Joe. Uh, for every winner, there's a loser. It's like you have a 50-50 chance. Not really because like I'm not going to – LeBron James ain't going to lose to me in a basketball game. Yeah, yeah. But for every winner, there's a loser. Like statistically, I'm going to World Jiu-Jitsu Championships in September. There's 32 people in my category. How many losers are there going to be that day? Quite 31. Yeah. Odds are I'm going to be one of them. You know what I mean? Like it's just the way of the world. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the other interesting thing about this fight is could Mo win? Sure. Could Juju win? Yeah, like anyone at this level can win on a given night. Yep. But I just feel Zach's too good and Brogan's too good. So yeah, and, I, and I'm with you on that. I, 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 again, I'm not just picking them because I like the people over the other people. No, I just I can't bet against those two. Yeah. Like I can't. Like, like if, if, if I was a gambling man, like there there could be money to make, like you know, betting a long shot. Uh, I just don't think it would be a smart bet. Yep. You know, you might say, well, everybody's betting on Zach, so I'll bet against him. Like, yeah, I get that, but you'd be wrong. I just, I don't think that that's going to be the case. Yep. It's going to be a bad, it's going to be a bad night for Mo. Like, sorry, dude, it ain't your time. Nope. And, and for Juju. Mm -hmm. um, And so I think, I think you're going to see Zach and Brogan. uh, I mean, essentially my, my two BFFs on the show with their hands raised. I'll probably take some credit for this. It was, I'm trying to get Zach to go on a campaign that it was the snake box talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they did not so, talk yeah, I mean, at, about the snake box on the show. And I think they really missed an opportunity to do that. I think, I think so. they should have. Yeah. Actually, uh, I actually sent Zach a picture. I found a, a old magic card mm-hmm. called the city of traders. I'm like, Zach, of course I own this magic card. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a nerd. Like, like <laughs> it was like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Zach and I were going to have him back on the show, but we're actually very similar. Um, I made a, I made a princess bride reference on one of my posts. He's like, dude, we're the same person. <laughs> like, yeah, you're younger and you cheat at wrestling. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's good, but I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, here we go, Joe. It's going to be yeah. huge. Uh, I would strongly recommend you this shit's coming up on August 6th. Yeah, it's coming up pretty quick. Strongly recommend if you're just finding us right now, you watch through these series and then tune in because we're going to have a great talk after the finale. Yeah. Now we can also have Brogan and Zach back on because they can talk freely, right? Because it's kind of hard. Like they're muted in the first couple of interviews because they know they were going to win. Yep. Right? You just can't talk about it. It's hard to like, hey, tell us about your next fight. Oh, you already know what happened. It's like asking me to predict shit. Yep. So that's where we are. So listen, everyone. The ultimate fighter uh and the other good news is is like if you were here for the inspirational talks life advice all that nonsense you're gonna get your stuff soon this series is coming to an end yep but i got a promo so here's the deal guys <laughs> i hate doing this shit. i don't like selling people on stuff tell them this is gonna change your life because it won't it's a stupid podcast you actually have to go do the work i don't care that you listen to Joe Rogan and Jocko and Bobby Maximus and Bedros and Andrew Frisella and Dan Fleischman and everybody else, you have to actually go do the work. Just listening to this and ain't gonna change shit. You gotta get out and do something. But for the people that are willing to do something, because we know, Joe, that talk minus action equals nothing, I believe there's a lot of good stuff on our podcast. And we don't inundate you with ads. We don't throw codes down your throat. Um, I think we tried to for a minute and I was like, this is lame. Yeah. All we ask is you share this with people. Send it to your email list. Send them on the text. You got some Ultimate Fighting fans. Tell them we know what we're talking about. And uh, share the love. That is your fee for the ad-free podcast. So thank you in advance. Don't be a dick. Share this.